Hey all, short punchy one today, uh, my interview with Professor Gordon Louds, who's kind of a genius if you ask me. I was in Croatia and some business in July last and we sat down in his villa. I already released a COVID video because he was an advisor to the Croatian government on COVID policy. Uh, but this one is we retrace our steps on the glycome. So fascinatingly, we've got our amino acids, we've got our proteins that kind of run our machines. Essentially, they are massively different functions, all the different proteins in the body. But what most people don't know is the glycosylation of those are adding sugar type structures almost infinitely increases their diversity and their functionality. So the whole glycome is how the human machine actually changes its ability to control reactions and control aging and control everything by adding sugar structures to the proteins. The proteins have got enormous complexity in terms of how you fold them, etc. Complexity keeps rising, but by adding on these sugar carbohydrate structures, you explode through the roof the complexity. And it's kind of not just genetics, it's all to do with your environment. There's a full interview with Gordon on this topic, which I include in the links below. And Gordon has developed over 15 years. He's leading in the field. He has developed Glycan Age, which actually analyzes your glycome, your glycosylation on your immune system elements and it tells you whether you're being naughty or nice. It tells you your real biological age based on this incredible science. And if you change your lifestyle and diet, a couple of months later, that whole measurement system will change and will reflect. So you can drop your glycan age from, let's say you're 53 like me, and you come in with a 65 years, right? That shows inflammatory challenges. You change your life and it may be different things for different people. For some people, it may be getting more sleep. For other people, different genetics, it may be totally diet. For other people, it may be stress. But either way, you can change what you're doing, revisit in a few months and see that it's had the desired effect of reducing your glycan age. Disclosure here, I actually did the full test suite with Gordon that day. And I came in with a surprisingly young glycan age. I was quite surprised actually because I haven't been great over COVID. But I'll tell you at the end of the video uh, what my glycan age was and I'll show some of the results. And as I say, we do have an offer here that uh, Gordon has given me 15% off this technology. It's kind of unique in the world. Uh, so if you wish to avail of that, that is there for you. Again, it's for people who have the means and who are interested in pursuing this. So I'll finish with a short clip from the Gordon interview we did a year or two ago, just to illustrate how advancing this is in the world of science, and then go straight into my interview in Croatia, beautiful Croatia, with Professor Gordon Lauz. For more than a decade, claiming that glycans are directly involved in the pathophysiology of every major disease and that additional knowledge from glycoscience will be needed to realize the goals of personalized medicine and to take advantage of the substantial investments in the human genome and the proton research and its impact of human health. So these are the statements endorsed by the U.S. National Academies. But people still don't analyze glycans sufficiently, primarily because this is difficult. 
Hey guys, I'm in the beautiful Croatia and I'm back meeting with Professor Gordon Lutz. <laughs> Great to see you again. And Gordon is a professor and an expert in glycosylation and the glycome. And we did do an interview on Zoom a year or two back and I have the link down below to go through the full detail. But today we're going to just talk at a higher level about this whole technology that's very exciting and also around a new test that you have that measures your biological age using glycosylation, which I think is quite fascinating. Yeah, so glycosylation is the ultimate layer of complexity. So all the proteins which we have, which do all the work in our bodies, are actually modulated by protein glycosylation. It's an ancient invention, even in the archaea, so the initial life forms on this planet invented glycosylation, but it became really important when it became multicellular. So when we stopped being single cell organisms, we became multicellular, and then all this complexity is actually enabled by glycosylation. So the, the real complexity of glycosylation developed when it became multicellular. So glycosylation is regulating many processes, which are processes of complex organisms. For example, inflammation. And glycosylation is one of the key regulatory mechanisms for inflammation. And we know that majority of us are actually now living on a borrowed time because genetic pressure was here only to keep us alive during our reproductive age. So while we are making babies, this is when genes still go on in the next generation. And after that, there is no genetic pressure. And what is happening to most of us is that inflammation gets out of the control. Because of too much food we eat, because of the unhealthy lifestyle, with all the junk food, we are all over-inflamed. And this low-grade chronic inflammation is causing many diseases. One of the key regulatory mechanisms here are glycans. And my lab is focusing on glycans for 30 years now. We have analyzed over 150,000 people. And we learned that glycans change a lot with age. So as we are getting older, glycans which promote inflammation start to dominate, and glycans which suppress inflammation are suppressed. So when we are young, our glycans are suppressing inflammation. As we are getting older, our glycans are promoting inflammation. And this change from anti-inflammatory to pro-inflammatory glycans goes at an individual pace. It's not just tracking the chronological years. Unhealthy lifestyle, people move faster to pro-inflammatory glycans. Healthy lifestyle, they move slower. This is how we developed this uh, glycan H test, which can kind of tell you how far on this path from inflammation suppressing young healthy glycans to the old inflammation promoting glycans you have already passed, but more importantly is that you can also change it. So you're going fast, you're becoming too old in your glycans, but then you decide to make a change. You lose excessive weight, you start exercising moderately, not too much. Too much exercise is also made promoting inflammation. You do some hormone optimization or whatever people do, and if it works, then your glycans start improving. And we have seen people becoming younger in their glycome, which, which is good because we know these glycans are promoting inflammation. So if you have more of the young glycans, then you are suppressing your inflammation. We know that suppressing inflammation is also postponing disease.
and we see that people with the disease have their glycom older. For example, even for COVID, the, the people with the older glycans were at much higher risk for severe disease than people with the younger glycans, stronger factor than just age. And as you move in that direction, you make a change, you have your glycans younger, and then your risk is lower. And it's not only COVID, it's many different diseases. In many diseases, we see that the glycans change up to a decade before actually disease is diagnosed. And that's the key thing though, is you can intervene you can change and you're not just changing a biomarker, you're changing a functional component of your health. You're actually changing a mechanistic thing that will dictate to an extent your future longevity and, and health. Yeah, that, that's the key thing because, you know, disease is just a name given for a set of symptoms described 50, 100, 200 years ago using technology which was available then. And many diseases would have a common molecular pathways like arthritis, lupus, um, Crohn disease. Uh, they're all inflammatory diseases. With immune system involvement, huge. With immune system making a mistake, mm. causing inflammation where there should be no inflammation. And, but this does not happen in a moment. It's a process which takes time probably over a decade. What we know is that if we look glycans today, if people have these older glycans, they have much higher risk of developing disease five, 10 years in the future. So by reducing your glycans today, you will decrease this risk. But the other good thing is, you know, we are used to um, genetic risk. You test your genes and they tell you now your risk is two times higher. But there's nothing you can do about it. It will always be two times higher because it's your genes. Here for glycans, it's actually your decision by large. Still part is heritable, around 40% is heritable. But by large, you can actually decide to decrease your risk. So you do something, you improve your glycans, your disease risk is lower. And important thing here is that, you know, we kind of know what is generally healthy, what is healthy for a standard person, because all the research is assuming there is a standard person, but there is no standard person. You know, you and I are different. Our metabolism can be very different. And we don't know which of these healthy habits are actually the most important for us. We know, you know, it's, it's diet, it's exercise, it's sleep, it's stress. These are the key elements. But you know, for me, maybe stress is a major problem. For you, it could be diet or it could be sleeping. And we don't know because we don't have a metrics to measure it. With this test, we can try to change one of them and see whether it works. For example, for me, exercise doesn't work much. So I, I do exercise, but if I increase the exercise level, I don't see big benefit. For me, it's mostly diet. So if I want to improve my glycan age, I have to more or less eat less carbohydrates. But I like carbohydrates, so that's a difficult thing. Some other people, it was mainly stress. 
because the glycan age is now a commercial product. So uh, since we last talked, I think um, glycan age is now on 40 markets with three, 400 clinics selling it, some of them selling it for years. And we know that people tried different things. For example, we have a, we have a clinic in New York where majority of clients would become 15, 20 years younger in, a, in six to nine months on therapy, which is really amazing and makes everybody happy, makes uh, the clinic happy because, you know, you see we are working good and makes uh, patients happy because they see effect. And uh, we know that for some people it will just stress. If you do a stress management, things improve. But, you know, it's not just stress management, management because if you're under stress and you always overeat and do not sleep and... Yeah, there's a lot of interaction between these things and stress people often eat more junk food, even unknowingly or without really registering it. So, yeah, there's a whole load of that. But ultimately, the glycan age is measuring what you did. And some people may choose to do very specific things to learn for their genetics what the important things are. And other people may use a shotgun approach and just be wanting to improve their health and decide to do many different things together. Uh, but that's a personal choice. It's a personal choice. And the thing is, you know, it's like um, the scale is a very good tool because, you know, stand every day on a scale, you see your weight, you write it down and you remember it. Because if you would just lose a look, use a mirror, to see whether you're gaining or losing weight, you will think you are not changing. Because we cannot remember just an, our image three months ago, we know it yesterday. So having a scale gives you one set of information. Doing different blood tests also gives you some information, but it, it's limited. Actually, the, the regular blood test does not tell you much, it tells you few elements. Glycan age is something which will eventually become one of the regular blood tests, which tell you how pro-inflammatory is your IgG. It will take time for this to enter clinics as a routine test, but for now, it's available as a um, kind of lifestyle information test. It's a prick test, so you just collect a drop of blood, mail it, and get your data, and you can monitor what you are doing. And giving this feedback, somebody said it's kind of, it's helping you uh, see your inner secret. Now, something which is in me, molecules which I cannot see, but I know they're doing either promoting or suppressing inflammation, now I can measure it and actually see what's going on. Yeah, that's it. And I've said so many times, particularly during the last two years, if you don't measure it, it don't get fixed. So in the world of engineering and problem solving, it's just fundamental. You must have a measurement that's really important, not the wrong one, People chase cholesterol, right? LDL, it's crazy. But the right, this is a, an overarching measurement, even above the individual blood tests for cholesterol and sugars and all. It's kind of going to a higher level of a crucial process that not only reflects your level of inflammation and, and, and you know, pathological or negative inflammation, but it's also measuring something that's functionally important in dictating. So it's a functional uh, measurement. It's functional and it's a long-term. Long term. Because IgG has a half-life of a couple of weeks. So it's actually, it, so it takes at least a, a month or two months to be exchanged to the large extent. So it's actually integrating whatever is happening within you in the last month or two. 
So it doesn't matter whether you had too much wine yesterday or you just had a couple of days of partying, your glycans will not change. But in, 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 if you continue doing that for weeks, after maybe two months, you will see an effect. So this is an integrator of what is going on. It's information, it's a feedback, it's not solving all the problems, but it's giving you an important set of information which you cannot get anywhere else. Because glycans are still a secret for the majority of uh, researchers and physicians. It's, it's very complicated technology. And we went there first. So we did the first large high throughput glycomic studies 15 years ago. And there was a large review paper published a few weeks ago, which listed 191,000 glycoms, which have been published totally in the world, in the history, 191,000 glycoms. My lab measured 160,000 of these 190,000. So it's, it's still a technology which is not widely available, but it's becoming more and more available especially because the, the pharma industry is driving this forward now because all the smart drugs are immunoglobulins, they're glycosylated. So they want to know how their drugs are working. So this field is definitely going forward. And this is one of the first tests which are currently on the market. There will be more in the future. Excellent. Well, I know we want to keep this tight, Gordon, so great summary. And guys, link is down below to our full discussion around a year or two ago with slides fantastic slides on this whole technology area. The tests available and if I get links off you actually I'll be able to include them here also I guess. Yes. Great stuff. Professor Lutz. Great. Hope you enjoyed that guys and as I said the link is down below to see Gordon's interview with myself on the whole fascinating technology of the glycome and also the link is here for taking advantage of the glycan age test it is a complex test laboratory test and it's very advanced and a lot of development cost went into it so it's not the cheapest test it is however i believe a really really powerful one that is measuring the state of your system beyond many of the other generic blood tests and allows you to circle back i did say at the start of this that i'd reveal my glycan age results so I got them a few weeks after I left Croatia in July and they came in surprisingly good. So here they are, a biological age of 37. So a pleasant surprise. I had been a little bold during the lockdown period for a year or two, a lot of stress as well. But in the couple of months prior to going to Croatia, I had cleaned up my act quite a lot. And as Gordon pointed out, couple of months of effort to fix the issues in your life and you're going to see it reflected in the actual biological age. So I'm guessing I would have been closer to around 53, my actual age, uh, if I had taken this test earlier in 2020. Also, the personal report that you get includes a lot of details. I won't go into them here, but it does show you the different glycosylation, the different tests they use, and they look at different kinds of metrics, a lot of them relating to your immune system and inflammation. So it's measuring the prior months and, and kind of history of inflammatory forces being driven in your body that result in reduced lifespan and chronic disease. So really good metrics, a lot of development went into them. Again, I'll acknowledge the test is not 
inexpensive uh, because of the sheer amount of technology and development that's been involved and they've kind of been world leaders in this so they've incurred a lot of the costs so that's just the way it is but a really great tool to check where you are in this important measurement and then ideally over a couple of months change things in your life and zone in on what's important for you and i've gone through exhaustively over the last few years what the arrange what the array of important things are and as gordon pointed out some will be much more important for specific individuals than others but of course diet excessive carbohydrate etc will be the heavy hitter but then there's sleep stress and even subclinical infections and many other things that may apply in the individual case. This is all about individualized medicine and health. But there we have it. Uh, I seem to be doing something right or perhaps quite a few things right. And I've been kind of mostly leaning towards carnivore over the past period and certainly before I got this test. So maybe it's not too surprising after all.